BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Here for the Right Reasons, Us Weekly's Bachelor podcast. I am your host, Sarah Heron, and welcome to another Friday episode of Here for the Right Reasons. As always, there is so much Bachelor Nation news to break down. Katie is back from filming. As I told you last week, Us Weekly broke the news, or maybe earlier this week, broke the news that filming ended early. She was supposed to still be in New Mexico, but everyone is home. Caitlin, Tasha. Katie and you know they're starting to drop the hints we had Caitlin Bristow on her podcast off the vine hint that it was a dramatic season I feel like they have to say that but it still gives me hope to hear it you know what I mean um Caitlin also had some very candid quotes about how it was kind of traumatic to film the season and brought her back to that like bachelorette mindset obviously Caitlin was the bachelorette in 2015 she was with Sean for three years they broke up in 2018 um now she's been with Jason since I think early 2019 um and he posted that cute video of her coming home and reuniting with the dogs but she was pretty candid on her show about like the anxiety and getting back into that mindset so I kind of hope that Tasha and Caitlin's role on this season, because we've been talking about that a lot and how ABC is being very specific with the language, that they're not necessarily just hosts and they're more like girlfriends to Katie. And, you know, it's it's interesting, going to be an interesting dynamic. And I'm really hoping that both Caitlin and Tasha like dish a little bit of tea about their seasons, maybe. I don't know if it will work that way since it's obviously still The Bachelorette and they don't want to, you know, give too much away. But I feel like as Caitlin said, like they can't help but think back to their own time on the show. And I feel like it would be really interesting to see those conversations if they were really candid about what they were thinking in that moment. And maybe I, I just love when we revisit old, old tea, which is what we do on this podcast all the time. So I'm hope that gave me hope. Um, obviously I had opinions about Katie's promos that they dropped on Tuesday, which you heard if you listen to Tuesday's episode, if you haven't go ahead and listen warning if I didn't love the dress to put it nicely. Um, but Katie's also back on Instagram. She's, you know, teasing, she got her vaccine and how, you know, now that she's going to be healthy, going to be in a healthy relationship, she needs to be healthy with her vaccine. And she posted like a bikini photo with her hand up, like my family looking for that ring. Like, so she's, you know, seems to be happy. I feel as though it was a successful season because everyone is coming back and, and teasing it. So I'm, I'm very excited but we still have a long way away and the world continues to spin madly on, including with Matt and Rachel. We have to talk about Matt and Rachel, you guys. As you know, they broke up in February with all this, this, the scandal and her controversy and her, her racially insensitive actions in the past that she apologized for, but he made very clear. So it seemed on after the final rose that he 
couldn't be with her and that, you know, everything she has done in the past and things she had said, maybe to him privately and publicly, he felt like he couldn't build a life with her and that she didn't understand what it was like for him to be a black man in America and, you know, all this pressure of him being the first black bachelor and they were just on different pages and it wasn't going to work. He always said, you know, nice things about her. I wish her the best. I wish her the best on her journey. She's working on herself, but we, we can't build a life together. So obviously like a month later, Us Weekly reported that they had been actually in communication this whole time and that, you know, then we saw those photos of him in New York, her in New York with him. We heard that he paid for her to be there, that she was staying with him. And then there was these allegations that he was talking to this other woman and it kind of fell apart and she left his apartment and they were not on good terms anymore. And it was like a clean break. So while I think there was truth to a lot of that, we're obviously hearing now and seeing photos of them out in California together, and they're giving it one last shot. So a source told us that Matt felt bad about what happened between him and Rachel, and he reached out to her saying he wanted to see her. Rachel wanted to hear him out, and since then, they've had a chance to talk about it and work it out. Her feelings hadn't gone away overnight. She's giving him another chance. They aren't a couple again. They are just working through things. Only the two of them know the whole story. Ain't that the truth? There have been different stories put out there, but they were never officially back together. They were working towards getting back together when she learned about him lying and his true feelings. So... I think all of this is true and probably there's stuff we're missing, you know, is is the media and like our sources and there's probably stuff maybe they don't want out there. I don't know. It's probably a combo. It always is with these people, but I think, you know, they're posting now. They were both at like the Stranger Things event, probably they're together. So they're definitely not hiding it as much. And maybe that was part of the reason that these stories were coming out and things were like conflicting because things were trying to be kept under wraps. But we do know from sources pretty close to Rachel that she was very taken back hearing that he was potentially pursuing someone else or having a relationship with someone else. But he was a single man, which we've also said the whole time. Like, I don't think they were ever officially dating since they broke up, but they've been talking. And I don't think, I think it's just very messy and there was never like a clean break and they've tried maybe clean breaks and it didn't work and they keep going back to each other. And it's like classic either. They're the new Clarendale. They really are. Um, And Matt is doing press right now. He has like a new partnership out. And of course he's being asked about Rachel. And it's interesting because in one interview he did with E!, he totally dodged the question and just said he was focusing on, like, on his workouts and his charities and stuff, which was kind of what I was expecting. But when he spoke to people, he did say, quote, I've seen Rachel a handful of times. I'm not pursuing any relationships right now outside of that. I said I was going to focus on my relationship with her, and that means focusing on it. So I don't know if he meant that he said privately he was going to focus on his relationship with her because I don't think we've heard that. Um, I listened back to old interviews that Matt did after the season aired and he was very clear in saying that he didn't think he had a future with Rachel and that she needed to work on himself. But again, he wished her nothing but the best. That clearly wasn't the case. So we don't know if Matt was just saying that because they wanted to distance themselves from each other publicly to work this stuff out privately. If things changed, maybe, you know, after time apart, he realized he did love her and he could forgive her and they could work it out. Who knows? I think, as always, this stuff comes out in time, but they are definitely working on their relationship and in contact. And I'm sure we will see photos of them in another state sometime soon. I think that's kind of how it works. Um, Speaking of Claire and Dale, Claire not so subtly flaunting that Neil Lane engagement ring back on her hand when she was drinking a juice box the other day Um, in classic Claire and Dale fashion. um, She was on Instagram. The ring is back on. There's this other ring that she wears sometimes that people think is the engagement ring, but it's not. It's that ring she like bought herself um, before the season started. But this was 
very clearly the Neil Di- Neil Lane diamond. It was hard to miss, and it certainly was there on purpose. Um, Dale has said in interviews recently that they are not officially engaged yet, or he's kind of played coy about their official status, but obviously confirmed that they're back together talking. Um, it's just bizarre that this is like the new trend. I mean, I guess it makes sense. In, and I think this always happened. Maybe just didn't get as much coverage with bachelor couples because there wasn't Instagram and they weren't people posting like photos. We could see their person, person's like foot in the background or hear them laughing and they were like dropping hints or there wasn't accounts that were posting blurry screenshots of people out as much as there is now. So it does make sense that, you know, people break up and then they get back together or they are still talking. Um, especially I feel like with the dating trends of today, but also I feel like it's, it's like the new thing even more so in the bachelor. I mean, the fact that Claire and Dale and Matt and Rachel, obviously different relationships and they broke up for different reasons, but very similar the way they're playing out now. Um, a source told us that Claire has been wearing her engagement ring, but she's not ready to make a big announcement about the engagement being back on. They aren't rushing into marriage. They're both work focused on work projects and want to make sure they're in a good place career wise before they can make a serious announcement. So I totally get it to some degree. Like these people want to work things out privately because everyone has an opinion, including me and all their fans. But at the same time, like if you're going to go out and about and post on Instagram and do interviews and, you know, people are going to want to know and there's going to be interest. So as far as I know, Matt and Rachel, Clarendale, dating to some degree, not officially anything yet, but seems like Claire and Dale are certainly getting there. I don't know if she put the ring on just to, you know, stir the pot a little bit, maybe get some whatever, or if she does wear it when she's pri- at home privately and didn't know. If you saw the video of her with the juice box, it seems pretty clear that she was, you know, wearing it maybe for a reason, but to each their own. Um, it should be really interesting to see how both of these couples play out and what will happen in the coming months and years even. Who knows? Um, speaking of relationship statuses. Maddie Pruitt, very interesting, um, has a new relaunched her YouTube channel and said she was in a relationship for about eight months or so, but it didn't work out. It wasn't the right time. Who knows what the future holds? And she's single. This is seemingly that NBA star Michael Porter Jr. because she was out with his sister and her husband and Michael um, in October. And the photo was very coupley, double datey. And she's, you know, been like, quote unquote, linked to a few other like athletes and just commenting flirting on instagram i don't think there was much to that i think this is definitely um michael who she was referring to in her eight-month relationship but she didn't say his name um i think she's one of the people who's like played coy about a paradise appearance wouldn't be shocked if she tried we know we've seen her with connor from um hannah's season a little bit in i think it was like st patrick's day they were all out in a big group we have a few more other potential couples brewing because we saw piper from matt's season was out with brandon from last season of the bachelorette it was just like a blurry photo again out in new york new york is like the new nashville with these people they're all spotted out and about um who knows though dr joe was also seen with the big group that i think included abigail i saw some people talking about that i think that paradise is going to be really interesting when it starts filming likely in june because all these people are certainly hanging out which we know um quick reality steve update if you guys are interested in that whole scandal and controversy I recommend going to listen to Becca Martinez's podcast, Chatty Broads. She had Jade and Jenna Cooper on, and they spoke about it. Christina was also on the Clickbait podcast, talking about her messages that Reality Siva sent her. Tasha had a very long message um, that she showed on the Clickbait podcast that Reality Siva sent her. And the constant theme seems to just be that he has 
you know, gets information on these people or hears things or their exes reach out to him and he kind of holds it over bachelor people's heads and is like, if you don't want me to release this information, you know, or I'm giving you a heads up, he tries to say it like he's being their friend, but it comes off as, you know, a little creepy. Obviously, we know Demi said the thing about the sex dream. That was weird. Um, and I think the bachelor contestants are obviously it's it's like a scary thing. I said it last week, like Rally Steve doesn't respond to anyone. He's his own entity and he doesn't have like a boss or anything like that. And he, you know, has something over a lot of people in Bachelor Nation. And it's not a great dynamic. And it seems to be, you know, targeting a lot of women specifically. And they called out his his misogyny and some of the things he said in the past. And it just prompted more and more people to reach out to each other. And within Bachelor Nation, I think Tasha said she spoke to someone from her season or girls from her season and said, asked them if they've ever gotten a message from him. And like every single one of them had like a different version of the same thing. So I think it should be really interesting. Obviously, Reality Steve never worked with the franchise. Like I was just saying, he's his own person. So I don't know if this will stop him or anything, but it seems to be a little bit of a reckoning that maybe some of the Bachelor people who worked with him and went on his podcast and stuff will no longer be doing that because I guess he, you know, was being really creepy with the way he was messaging them and kind of I don't know, blackmail would be the right word, but making them feel like he was holding something over them. And the power dynamics there are just like really messed up. Um, and Jade and Jenna both had very, it was like kind of hard to watch just because, you know, Jade, he was talk, saying things about her past sexual assault and like this Playboy photo shoot and just speaking about her in a way that was completely inappropriate for anyone to do, let alone to their like followers and like huge fan base. So that was really, she was still like emotional about it, which I was very upsetting to watch. Um, and obviously Jenna had that whole thing where she was accused of being a sugar daddy, having a sugar daddy. And Steve kind of blew that story up and had all these like sources, but Jenna was like, it's not true. And it was very interesting um, to hear her side of the story years later. And just, I didn't, Christina was similar with stuff about, I guess when she was with Dean and he was messaging her, her stuff about Dean and who knows if it was true what he was saying, but just the dynamic is just like not cool and it's weird and kind of creepy. And the Tasha message also was really interesting. It was like very long that he had sent her. Um, he's also apologized. I don't know if, you know, it's up to these people if they forgive him or what they want to do, but I just something to keep an eye on. I think it's interesting and worth watching that episode. Cassie, real quick, back on YouTube, posted um, a video from her vacation that she was on when Colton came out. And that was actually really interesting because she wrote like it was an unintentionally well-planned time to vacation. And that was like a kind of subtle thing to thank God I was like away and didn't have to deal with all of this as it was playing out when Colton came out in Good Morning America. But that's the only thing she said so far. TMZ is still claiming she's dating this uh, Brighton musician guy who sources previously told us was just her friend so we'll keep an eye on that one for you but that's it you guys i think it's a lot bennett is still back on instagram talking about kelly and you know i went over that already i think it's bizarre that he's being so open about this but to each their own these bachelor contestants keep us entertained no matter what and we will continue to be here to break it all down 